0: Well, hello. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino, and I am Matt Williamson at Williamson NFL. Drop me a line whenever. You know what time it is? It's time for football, and time to jump into the action at FanDuel Sportsbook and Lounge at Live Casino. Bet on your favorite teams at our self-service kiosk, and sit back and watch the players duke it out on the field on our massive 40-foot video wall. Bet, watch, and win at Live Casino Pittsburgh, Route 30 at the Westmoreland Mall. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, real good article up, up right now on DK about Steelers inside linebackers. So please go check that out. I think you'll get a kick out of that. And as we do to uh, you know preview the upcoming opponent, I'm going to nerd out on you here. First segment of all kinds of Matt stats of when the Steelers have the ball little break and then a segment of Matt stats of when Baltimore has the ball. So, let's dig in, man. Um, points per game. Pittsburgh's offense still is 29th in the league. 29th in points per game. Ravens' defense is third best allowing. So, right at the top of the league on one side, one, right at the bottom of the league in the other still. But for the season, Steelers' offense is now up to 18th in EPA. 20th in EPA per dropback, 6th in EPA per rush. Baltimore's defense is 13th in overall EPA, 19th against the dropbacks, 4th against the run. So pretty similar mirror images here. Um, Since week 9, Pittsburgh's offense has the 6th best EPA in the NFL. Um, During the first 8 games of the year, the Steelers was 32nd in EPA. (laughs) So they're all, I mean, so... Uh, you know they're since week 9 they're sixth the first 8 weeks they were 32 i mean that's crazy no team in the league improved more from the first half of the season to the second half of the season that's the biggest jump the biggest improvement of any team in the league uh baltimore's defense has given up just 45 points in their last four games uh, their defense also ha- has not allowed more than 14 points just once over their last seven games. Their defense is playing great. Um, as you probably know, Kenny Pickett hasn't thrown an interception in five of his last six starts. And last week, he joined Ben Roethlisberger as the only rookies in Steeler history with more than 2,000 passing yards. So there you go, Kenny. Deontay Johnson and George Pickens combined for 160 receiving yards against Baltimore the last time they faced. Johnson has 244 yards over his last three games and aims for his sixth game in a row with five or more receptions. Johnson has five or more catches in each of his six each of his 16 road games since the start of 2021. So when Johnson goes on the road, he catches five or more balls, 16 times in a row. Uh, Johnson's 82 receptions in a season without a touchdown is the most ever in the NFL history. 82 catches, no touchdowns, most ever. Raymond Berry's at 75. He's second. Uh, Johnson is also one of the five NFL receivers to have at least 80 receptions in each of the past three seasons. I don't know that everyone realizes that. I mean, uh, only five receivers have 80 plus receptions these past three years in a row. Johnson is one of them. So in his rookie year, Pat Fryermuth caught 60 passes for 497 yards. Thus far in year two, he also has 60 catches, but for 696 yards, despite missing a game and fighting a foot injury up until last week as well. Uh, last week, Friermuth ran a route on 88% of Pickett's dropbacks and played 81% of the total snaps, Both of uh, which was his highest mark since week two. So <clears throat> Friermuth is back. Uh, he leads the team with 476 receiving yards when Pickett is the Steelers' starting quarterback. The Steelers passing game ranks 29th in yards per attempt, but only four defenses are allowing a higher completion percentage than Baltimore this year. So they give up a lot of catches. Uh, Steelers snap count at tight end position. 55 for Friar Moose, 29 for Gentry, 13 for, for Cam Hayward. Uh, Baltimore has 44 sacks this year. That's fifth most in the NFL. Justin Houston leads the way with nine. But no one else on the, on the Ravens' defense has six. 17 different Ravens' defenders have recorded a sack this year. Um, Najee Harris carried the ball 12 times, but for only 33 yards when these teams met last. Despite averaging just 3.7 yards per carry, Harris has 576 more rushing yards than any other Steeler ball carrier, and he aims for his third game in a row with 85 or more scrimmage yards. Uh, only two defenses allowed fewer rushing yards per game and yards per carry than the Ravens. And only two defenses are seeing a lower percentage of called run plays. Teams just aren't running against these guys. So last week of a possible 71 snaps, Ravens had six defenders missed four snaps or fewer. Roquan Smith, Chuck Clark, Marlon Humphrey didn't miss a snap at all. Marcus Williams missed one. Brandon Stevens missed three. Patrick Queen missed four. But no other Ravens defender played over 50 snaps against Atlanta. So they're rotating their front is the big takeaway there. I mean, they got these foundational two linebackers, two corners, uh, Chuck Clark, and they're rotating, and, and two safeties, Williams, and then they're rotating everybody else. But what was really weird last week was their two corners, Humphrey and Stevens, were the only cornerbacks that saw the field for Baltimore last week only two corners played the whole game you know they didn't have a third guy that saw the field from their cornerback room Atlanta' is a weird team who they played but still um Kyle Hamilton the rookie stud safety he played a career high 50 snaps often from the slot so their big two you know 220 pound 63 safety has really taken over their slot duties and they're not asking much from the other corners. Um, only five offenses snap the ball on third downs more often per game than Pittsburgh. The Titans are the only defense better than Baltimore's 32 third down conversion rate this year. So Baltimore has been great against their, on third downs. But the Steelers offense is eighth best this year on third down with a 42.4 conversion rate. And over the past three games, Steelers are over 55%. And since the bye, they're at 52%, which is second best in the league. So third downs are a big key here when the Steelers have the ball. Uh, The Steelers are tied for Denver for worst in the league in third quarter scoring, producing just 1.9 points in the third quarter. They're 26th in fourth quarter scoring. Not exactly a screaming endorsement for Steelers' uh, halftime adjustments, that's for sure, offensively. So how about this? Ravens' defense allows 2.2 points on average during the first quarter of games. That's best in the league. In the second quarter, only the Niners are better than Baltimore. In the third quarter, only four teams are better than the Ravens in points allowed. But in the fourth quarter of games, Baltimore gives up 7.9 points on average. Only the Panthers and Colts are worse. So they're pretty awesome through three quarters, and then terrible in the fourth quarter. Like, what's the problem? And they've given away a lot of games. Obviously, that adds up. I mean, they've given away a lot of come-from-behind victories. Defense isn't holding up late. Uh, the Steelers have the fewest offensive plays of 15 or more yards with only 70. Only 70, yard, 70 offensive plays with 15 or more yards this year. That's 11 fewer than the next closest team. So, I know a lot of you, and I'm not saying I have a strong stance on this, want to... Building the trenches, get a running game. They need to ex- create explosive plays on offense. I mean, that has to be an off-season priority. Brutal. Forty-five um, percent of the Steelers' scoring plays have been touchdowns. That's only better than the Colts. And forty-two percent of the Pittsburgh's offensive touchdowns have come via the pass. The lowest rate in the league. They got to find pass catchers that can get in the end zone from distance or scheme to do it. Um, Baltimore's defense is fourth best in the league in the red zone as well, which is a corollary to that. So that's what I got when the Steelers have the ball. I will do a similar thing here when Baltimore has the ball, although we don't quite know who their quarterback is. All right, EPA, Ravens offense is 10th, 19th per dropback, second in rushing EPA, only behind the Eagles. Steelers D, 23rd in overall EPA, 23rd per dropback, 18th versus the run. Much better lately, though. Uh, Baltimore has just 200, a little over 2,600 passing yards. That's 28th in the league and has gained at least 15 yards on just 62 passes a season. That's 29th. Over the past four weeks, the Ravens are averaging 4.7 yards per pass play. 30th in the league. Speaking of that, Tyler Huntley is averaging just 5.8 yards per pass attempt. That's only ahead of Deshaun Watson and Joe Flacco. Um, To put some context, Lamar Jackson's averaging 6.9 per attempt compared to 5.8 per Huntley. Everything's sideways with Huntley. The first time the Steelers played Baltimore this year, the Ravens mustered just 94 yards through the air. Demarcus Robinson cut five passes for 52 yards in that game, but no other Ravens receiver had more than two catches. Last week, the the Raiders threw for just 143 yards against Pittsburgh. So this is crazy in terms of Ravens wide receiver distribution. So last week against the Falcons, Robinson, Deshaun Jackson, Sammy Watkins, who they just picked up, they all led the team running forty-four percent of the of the of the pass plays they ran a route eight routes each. That's the most amongst the receivers, and all three of them each ran eight routes on Ravens dropbacks to lead the team at the wide receiver position. Robinson caught did catch a touchdown pass last week. That's the first Ravens wide receiver to catch a touchdown since Week Three. Bonkers. Uh, Mark Andrews, he's missed a game this year, but he's still Baltimore's leading receiver by 322 yards. That remains true despite Andrews only having 292 receiving yards over his past eight games, an average of just 36.5 yards per game. So in his first six games of the season, he produced under that number just once. He averaged 75.8 yards per game during the first six games as opposed to 36.5 since. He did run a route on every one of Baltimore's dropbacks last week, though. So he's out there. He's playing every snap. He's just getting doubled like crazy because their receivers are so bad, is what I think is happening. Uh, only two offenses throw the ball a lower percentage of the time than Baltimore, and only four produce fewer net passing yards per game this year. Just one defense, Cincinnati, has a better completion percentage against the, against them than the Steelers. So Steelers are doing a great job in terms – of of not allowing a high completion percentage in the Steelers defense. Um, Alex Highsmith and Cam Hayward have accounted for 20 and a half of the Steelers' 32 sacks. Only 11 players on this defense have recorded a half a sack or more. But TJ Watt has a five-game streak against Baltimore, in which he has recorded a sack. Watt has 11 sacks in his 11 career games against the Ravens. Uh, no offense is getting blitzed at a higher percentage of their dropbacks in 2022 than the Ravens. And the Steelers have the NFL's sixth highest splits rate. So people are coming after them when they throw the ball. Uh, despite av- appearing in only 12 games, Lamar Jackson is still the Ravens' leading rusher by 337 yards. They only played 12 games. Uh, the Ravens produce the second most rushing yards per game, as well as the second most rushing yards per attempt. First meeting, the Steelers gave up 215 yards on the ground to Baltimore, as I'm sure you remember. Uh, J.K. Dobbins has been back from his injury now for three games. In those three games, though, he's only played between 38 and 43% of the Ravens' total offensive snaps. Never more than 43% of their snaps. Dobbins has only been targeted twice. But he does have 204 rushing yards in those three games, including 120 against the Steelers. But it was Gus Edwards that led Baltimore in rushing last week with 99 yards on the ground. Edwards now has three games in a row with 55 or more rushing yards. How about this? Over the last three weeks, Edwards has averaged 5.1, 7.9, and 9 yards a carry. Uh, But Edwards has yet to catch a pass in 2022. They don't throw to their backs, which makes me crazy. I don't understand that at all um against the Falcons Patrick Ricard who I'm sure you're familiar with pretty easy guy to root for just a massive 300 pound bulldozer fullback he played 44 of 52 possible Ravens offensive snaps. fullbacks don't play 80 90 percent of snaps at tight end Mark Andrews and Josh Oliver were both on the field for 52 42 snaps and as mentioned Robinson played the most receiver snaps he was used on just 28. Um, Crazy at running back Dobbins and Edwards basically split down the middle. 22 versus 21 snaps. Um, I think I told you about Spillane and all that good stuff before. Last little nugget here. uh, The Steelers surrender 5.1 points on average in the first quarter of games. Only three teams are worse. So we talked about that when the Steelers have the ball. Ravens' defense is awesome in the first quarter, pretty darn awesome in the second quarter, great in the third quarter, horrible in the fourth. Steelers' defense has been bad in the first and then pretty much average the rest of the way. So that's what I got. I'm sure you had to rewind a couple times there to digest all that. Uh, Go check out my article, leave some comments. I'll comment back, and that's a wrap. Take care.